Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 34 of the IT Career Energizer, a weekly podcast where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants and experts from around the world. Find out more about the podcast by visiting itcareerenergizer.com and remember to subscribe to get new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And now let's chat with today's guest, Hans Ekman. Hans is an experienced business analyst who provides leadership and consulting to rapidly evolving companies. This includes helping in the development of disruptive programs and products that drive innovation and process improvement. Hans is also an experienced conference speaker, having given over 50 presentations in the US and Canada. So Hans, can I ask you to expand on that brief bio and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I've had the honor of sharing some of my life simplification tips and careers at career tips at different conferences across the U.S. and Canada, been able to speak at BBC, and this year actually had the honor of starting the keynote circuit. My primary focus and specialty has been around the organizational and cultural changes that need to happen for companies to successfully adopt their IT projects. A lot of times we forget that it's the people using the systems and the processes that will end up defining whether or not something is a success far more than the technology. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I think we often lose sight of the fact we're doing this for a reason, and it's the end user that that is the key to success. Absolutely. So Hans, can you share a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? Definitely. The advice that I give to all of my teams and the people I meet is play to your strengths. There's a lot of base skills that we all do well in the workplace, but it's those things that make you unique, that make you different, where you add more value than most people. And so the more time you can spend focusing in on what you do exceptionally well, you'll be far more successful. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Um, is there anything in particular you, you would recommend in terms of identifying your, your key strengths? Um, there's a lot of different techniques. I would say um, it all revolves around what ma- typically what makes you the happiest. So if you think about your day, if you think about the parts of work that really drive you, or the times when you're most successful, then you're probably getting close to recognizing what your uniqueness is. Or it's the thing that no matter how many different ways you try, you always come back to some central core and that uh, will give you an idea of of what your strength is. And there there are different strengths in different areas. So it's kind of like a toolbox. There's a hundred different tools, but it's the tool that you can use the best and most effectively that's going to set you apart from everyone else. Yeah. Can you tell us about your worst IT career moments and what you learned from that experience? For me, I was working for a large corporation that was also the leader in the market. So they had a strong upper hand when it came to any of their suppliers or partners. And unfortunately, I inherited a project that was pretty much a death march project being responsible for the delivery of 18 different resources 
of which only three of them actually reported to our company, was managing a, uh, projects with actuals in 15-minute increments while also being the BA and the tester and filling in and trying to keep things moving. It was the most stressful, the most depressing, the hardest work I've ever done. But in retrospect, having survived that, even the worst environments, worst projects I've been on since seem so easy in comparison that it's really given me a whole new perspective. The primary lesson I really took away from that is when you don't have time for mistakes, you don't even have time for the real work, every minute counts and you have to decide what you're going to do with that minute. Can you take us to your career highlight and tell us about that story? I was working for a uh, uh, voice telecommunications company in the States and had the opportunity to hire a developer to work in our marketing and partner sales team to help develop web applications and uh, partner web materials. And so I had the unique opportunity of interviewing and discovering uh, a gentleman by the name of Tomer Tischgarten, who was at the time completing a graduate degree in the sciences, but was trying to become a programmer. And after working with him over a period of years, I was able to help him see the value of not being a programmer because programmers were becoming a commodity market at the time. But if he could be the one that could communicate and translate between the technical teams and the marketing and sales teams, he would position himself better than most people. Since then, um, I've had the honor of watching his career explode. He is now a director in a social marketing company and has been very successful. And as we get together to this day, he still credits the steering and advice I gave him as a, as a key part of his career success since then. Yeah, that must give you a lot of satisfaction. It's great. I, I wish I I wish I could track every interaction to know where I've been able to help. You know, there's a phrase that says pay it forward. And that's really why, you know, I appreciate, you know, people like you who are doing this podcast channel, because you're really you're finding the information that people need to hear and you're providing it to them with just the hope that it might change someone's life or help them out a little bit. And and to me, that's what motivates me to to go to work every day. What excites you about the future of the IT career, or sort of the IT industry and careers in IT? I can't think of, you know, except maybe being on the front end of the dot-com bubble, um, I think we're in one of the biggest IT transformation journeys yet to see. Um, only we're going to be a lot more aware of it. And that is really going to be around automation and connected lives. We're getting to the point where automation and technology is potentially going to alleviate us from most of our routine work. It's going to make more products, more lifestyle enhancements affordable. And it's going to be up to a few key people to decide and design how those interactions work, how they're supported, how they enrich our lives that is really going to make the difference. And, and I can't wait to see, you know, month after month, year after year, we're going to see just leaps and bounds in the IT industry in those areas. Yeah, I, th I think one of the great things about it is we just don't know where we're going. It's a voyage of discovery, if you like, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and a very exciting one, especially when, can, when you look at our connectedness to news, to information, to changes, the ability to share information you know, within seconds, we're going to be able to steer that journey and be aware of it far more than any other point in our history. Yeah. Are there any current technologies that you feel are going to be 
very significant over the next few years? I think it's going to be less about the individual technologies, and it's going to be much more about the patterns and process analysis. So if you look at, for example, home automation, right now you're seeing strong competition between different home automation companies that stand on their own, like Google and Amazon and other connected uh, hub type devices. And we're going to see a convert. I think we're going to see a convergence of those as people don't care how they get connected. They want everything to talk to everything. So the people that design that interaction, I think are going to be the the most valuable in the coming years. Yeah. So the integration of all these fantastic devices and systems and technologies, you think that's key? Absolutely. And the the data exchange, the data management between them. Um, And then ultimately, it's also going to come down to security. When you look at the Internet of Things, if we have a fully connected device, it means errors are going to propagate potentially and you could have to reboot your entire home um, or it could open up open you up to hackers and identity theft even more because your dryer went unpatched. Yes. Hans, it's time for the reveal round. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Um, I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Uh, Truthfully, complete (laughs) accident. I uh, was in science education at the time when I bumped into somebody who needed some consulting help developing educational software. And I found myself 10 years later still in IT, never knowing that I had made that decision. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Uh, It was from a buddy of mine named Dusty Rhodes uh, that marketing is the exploitation of your uniqueness. And it's your responsibility to market and to promote your uniqueness and your value so that people will take advantage of the value you bring. Yeah, absolutely right. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I would really want to focus in on the Internet of Things and artificial intelligence. I think there's going to be more growth and more opportunity to positively impact people's lives in that space than anything else. What career objectives are you currently focusing on? I'm really trying hard, but currently unsuccessfully, to write more, both in blog entries and eventually getting to write a book. Uh, And it's a change in behavior that I've been very, it's been very difficult to adopt. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I'd have to say it's pattern recognition, that through process analysis and other analysis techniques, I've had a great opportunity to recognize patterns and apply those patterns in disparate environments. And so being able to take different models from different areas that work and apply them in a new way has really allowed me to do far more than than I could have without it. Okay, and Hans, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? I think the hardest part uh, for everyone to realize is it is not up to anyone else how successful you are. There isn't somebody, there isn't a boss, there isn't a career track at your employer that is responsible for your career journey. You control it. You have to step outside your comfort zone. And it's something that every minute of every day needs to be in your mind that you need to be driving forward. If not, you're going to end up having one year of experience 15 times instead of 15 years of real experience. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and possibly connect with you? Absolutely. I'd I'd love to connect with anybody. Um, You can reach me on LinkedIn. 
um, under Hans Ekman, or you can go to ekmanguides.com. It's also hansekman.com, same site. So I publish all of my blog entries, all of my web presentations. Uh, so those are the two best places to uh, stay in touch with what I've got going on. And thank you so much for being on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great talking with you. Thank you. It's been an honor being here. Good luck to everyone. My thanks to Hans for being such a great guest on this week's show. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e34. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Kent C. Dodds, who is a full-stack JavaScript engineer at PayPal. If you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.